0: i uh-huh. uh-huh. Minute, the daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end of the world's end one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. Today, we're preparing to annihilate Minute 43, which begins with Gary realizing that this is all connected and ends with the five musketeers finally exiting the bathroom.
1: <laughs> are we in the bathroom longer than we are in the booth? Yes.
0: Yes. Okay. I think so. Uh, let me see. When did, when did we enter the bathroom? I think it was early last week. Um, 37 minute 37. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We entered the bathroom at minute 37 and we're finally leaving the bathroom at the end of 43. So we spent six minutes in, in the bathroom and we, um, yeah, six minutes in a bathroom. (laughs) 10 people have
1: gone into this bathroom. None have come out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) 10 minutes, 10 people have gone into this bathroom in the past five minutes and none have come out. Gay loving. Ah, uh, gay loving. <laughs> uh, it's better than the script. The script just says gay sex.
1: <laughs> um, gay loving. Yeah, that's gay. Loving is a funnier and b a little less, a uh, little less crude sounding. Yeah. A little
0: less harsh, a little less harsh. Yeah. Gay loving. Gay loving. Gay loving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I do. I, and I also like that. Um, in this case gary saying something terrible uh is uh, you know they 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 it, it it is played not for i think it's better played here where it doesn't feel like the joke is like oh they're going to think they're gay that's not the joke because <laughs> steven like immediately like deflates like looking at him like really Really, dude. Yeah, and then and then Peter being like, "That's worse than five dead bodies," and Oliver being like, "Well, this is New Haven. This is New Haven." Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So, so like it, it just becomes like this multifaceted joke that works really well. I think.
1: Yeah, of like these, 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 these dudes just trying to formulate a plan, just trying to use what they have left of their knowledge of how the world works that hasn't been eradicated. You know what I
0: mean? Right. I'm like, well, okay, well, we are a new name, yeah. But, but yeah, Gary uh, Gary figures out that that everything's been connected. He's like that. This explains why everything's gone. Fuck up. Why the why no one recognizes them, right? Bat yeah, Basil, yeah. Bat Basil, Dave, Raimondo. Um, but Basil, uh, is, hasn't been replaced. He's just pretending not to recognize them yeah. because <laughs> he's smart. He's smart. Who who is Dave? Which one's Dave? I know Ra- Raimondo is the that that first um publican, but I who's Dave? Dave would just be the second one? Oh, is that what it was? Dave was just what the other publican? Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe you're right. Um, you might be right. Uh, but yeah, I I just like the gears. I thought it was weird. <laughs> like, it's- and then and then Peter getting that relief of like, oh, my God, I do want Gary to be right, because that explains why Shane Hawkins didn't recognize me.
1: Yeah, it's so it's so interesting seeing Simon Pegg, fi- Gary finding relief in this happening, because it means that in some weird way, he was right to, fi- it wasn't that, because the, the hard answer is that, of course, they don't remember you. You're just a person. You didn't matter to them. They haven't seen you in, in 30 years. You know what I right. mean?
0: You're not, you're not king of the humans. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but he's like, oh, that, that answer hurts me. But weirdly, the idea that, no, they would have remembered you. If they've just been replaced by aliens.
0: Yeah. It's like, oh, that makes me feel better. Yeah. I still matter. Yeah. It's also, I think, leading to a shift of power here. Because, because Gary is the one to figure all of this out. Yeah, it's it's now the the power dynamic is shifting from Andy being the de facto leader because he has the, the the best head on his shoulders mm-hmm. to Gary being the de facto leader because Gary is the only one who figured out what was going on.
1: Yes, he it's like, you know, it's it's like in the most frustrating way possible for Andy. The hierarchy that they had in high school has somewhat been restored now to where they are once again, Gary's knights.
0: Right. Right
1: that they you know whereas before they were like okay no we're adults we know how to we all have our own lives i've got kids he's got kids we're men now it's like they're scared teenagers again that have no idea how the world works but gary seems to be the most confident at least so let's do what gary does
0: right right um yeah it's good I think uh, do they do they ever sit at a table all together after this, other than um, in the beehive when they're invited to sit at the table with? Well, uh, they're about
1: to go back to the booth. Uh
0: Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, after the crosshands, I guess. Um, oh, I don't know. Cause yeah. I, I'm just thinking about uh, like a, a seating dynamic because oh, I know, got it. Because I know, like that first scene, it was a Gary versus Andy scene, and so they were both at head, the heads of the table, but at opposite That's very ends. True. Yeah. Um, and then that second scene was more about their camaraderie and remembering the good times. And so they were um, seated seated more in a a circle, and there was, was no like table. There there was no head um, mm-hmm. because it wasn't. They weren't all sitting at one table. It was like two of them were on a couch, two were on chairs, and then uh, I think Oliver was like across from them with a spot left open for Sam. Um. <laughs> yeah, and and so uh, it was like it, it was more like everyone was sort of on on equal footing, um, and and certainly it seemed that like Gary and 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 Andy were um kind of sharing the head spotlight if you could say anything you know sure, sure, sure. um as, as far as like what the what the language of the camera was saying uh mm-hmm. in terms of like the direction that they shot the scene from. Uh the third like they never got a chance to sit down um and but here uh when they get to the crosshands it's after Gary gets kicked out of the famous cock and so Andy has become de facto leader in the crosshands he is sort of the head of the table in a way yeah
1: he's he, he's the one to be like all right we're going home you know yeah he,
0: he's the center of attention in
1: the scene <laughs> And when he ah. says, like, I'm calling a bus to get out of here, then the other one started like, okay, yeah, well now that now that Andy said it, I probably should get back to
0: Right, right. Uh and so I'm gonna be interested to see how that plays out, how that dynamic plays out um as the shift of power happens within the group, like how how that dynamic plays out in the way that they're um seated in scenes. Me too. Yeah. Um and but I really, uh, I
1: really love Oliver noticing nobody as he's coming out of the bathroom.
0: Uh huh. <laughs> just like, oh hey, and walking hey. away. <laughs> it's really good. I also just really love. I love all the shots of the the dead bodies. Um, right. Yeah. Of the of the crushed blanks. I love all of that. Uh, and I love the wide shot the 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 last shot of the bathroom yeah of just like oh wow they they fucked this place up <laughs>
1: this is bad <laughs> shit went down in that bathroom
0: yeah i love the blue stain on andy's elbow yeah from when he did the people's elbow he Did the people's elbow that's <laughs> really good
1: imagine how much scarier the rock would be if you could see the blood from his the person that he gave the people's elbow to oh man wow
0: i mean he's never wearing a shirt so yeah that does that. Um, I also love that uh, in that last shot, Oliver is not wearing his jacket, but when he exits the bathroom, he is wearing his jacket again, which means he like went and like had to go find and <laughs> dig out his his jacket.
1: Yeah, from like a stall or something.
0: Yeah, from under like one of the bodies. <laughs> oh, man.
1: And then they all come out of the bathroom together in a line at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm. Out of the gents.
1: Out of the gents. Yeah. And into the fire. Oh, man.
0: I I also do love how eerie this pub is now. Like, you're watching them. And what's interesting is, like, you're watching these people, and they're just extras, right? And it's just kind of showing you, like, how creepy extras are. Like, sure. out of the context of, of a movie, like, when when you're, like, supposed to be focusing on a scene. But if you're focusing on the extras, it's kind of creepy because they're just, like pretending to be having conversations and pretending to be drinking and pretending to be patrons in a bar. And they're like Edgar is using that to his advantage here and being like, Oh yeah, no, it is kind of creepy when you just sort of set them on rails and tell them like, you know, just pretend you're in a bar. Yeah. Pretend you're at
1: a bar, but don't actually like, you know, move your mouth like you're talking, but don't actually say anything because we don't want to pick it up.
0: Right. Right. And it's, so you're like looking around at them and it's just like, oh yeah, it is it is kind of creepy, right? The idea of mm-hmm. them just like acting like they're at a at a pub.
1: Yeah. It's really effective. And it's really it's 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 just it's starting to use some of the 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 social sci fi, that feeling of dread on Main Street that you could you could feel that he was so impacted by watching things like Invasion of the Body Snatchers.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, this is uh, it's good.
1: Oh, and the yeah, I do, shot.
0: I do really like this bar, the cross hands. Yeah, I like the way it looks a lot. I like the
1: lighting, I like the kind of gold, yellow, honey wallpaper.
0: Yeah, and it's and it's got it's it it sort of looks like kind of um like uh I don't know what painting style you call that, what paint style you call that, where it's just sort of like. There's like white spots left behind, you know, like it's not, it's not like a, a, a true coat of paint. Um, Yeah. It's it's
1: sort of purposefully left a little loose.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Uh, in, in a setting like this, I think it looks nice. Um, yeah, this is a, this is a good pub. I like this pub.
1: (laughs) It's a good evil pub.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's a good evil. Who's a good evil pub. (laughs) Oh man. Um, but uh, I, I just, uh, I, I think all of this is is really good, and like we're we're now in the what's going to be sort of the main push of the rest of the movie at this point. Right, um, we're
1: kind of we're kind of getting that second that act two second wind.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Is this this is th- this is a movie that you can absolutely make the argument that. Um, film crit Hulk makes that like, there is no such thing as three retro, which I don't think is, is strictly true. I think that, I think that his argument of like, it's actually four acts or five acts or six acts. Cause he just thinks like every time there's a turn, it's an act. And I don't agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that he's just trying to like fix something that isn't broken. Um, but, uh, you could, you could very easily argue that this is, this is a movie more than any other movie that I can think of truly has four acts
1: yeah definitely i mean you know a lot of shakespeare has five acts sure you know I, I i i think i think only a sith deals in absolutes and i i think that every story i think three acts is super effective because i mean in the same way that the the the, the prestige is the, the trick the prestige is effective you
0: know what i mean right right i mean but the but the thing is is like you can you can the the problem is just that like i just like a a a misunderstanding of what act 2 is cuz i mean this is this is the midpoint of the movie it's yeah. basically what this this turn is um but it is almost like really what 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 kind of feels like it happened was like they had they had an act 1 and an act 2 and now we're in act 1 of another movie <laughs> yeah it's like, "Oh yeah, we skipped act 3. We're going to act get act 3 of that first movie later. Um we're going to come back to it. Uh and it'll be merged with act 3 of this new movie we're in now." Gosh, yeah, you're right. You know? Yeah. Um
1: and it's, it's like, like yeah, yeah it's- we're in
0: we're in act 1 of of the alien invasion movie now. <laughs> yeah, it's like
1: something dies and that, something about the movie gets put on pause in that bathroom mm-hmm. and the characters emerge from the bathroom in another movie.
0: Yeah yeah uh i really like that it's it this movie has such an interesting structure because act yeah. one is really short um the 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 uh the first act one is sure. really short because it basically ends with uh uh with them getting off of the train with mm-hmm. like peter gets off the train and that's the start of act two It's like oh they they are meeting up you know um and now and now you know this section ends with the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And it's uh yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's such a strange structure this movie has and it's great and I love it. But I I don't think a lot of movies could get away with something like this.
1: No, it's sort of only a, only two two writers that have perfected structure or have seemed have seemed to 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 move through film structure with such fluency and such playfulness could trust themselves to do something this wonky and stay the course and not be like, is this weird? Is this crazy? Or like, well, no, it's, it's working. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause we've tried, we tried to write a movie that had a structure uh, similar to this and, and we never really got the hang of it. Um, and no. uh, it was a, it was a, it was definitely a struggle. Uh, I still want to circle back to that uh, script one day, but um,
1: yeah, cause it's a, four or five years ago at this point
0: now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, we tried to do something, um, with a similar structure and it was just, it was hard to get a, get the hang of it because it was, it, it was just like every time we were just like, is this happening too late? Like we just, we, <laughs> I feel like we just weren't confident enough to just be like, no, you know what it is, <laughs> you know, we, we're doing uh, this. Yeah. We're doing it like this. Uh, and, and so it was just, it was hard. Um, that was a hard script. Uh, that we never quite got the hang of but one day (laughs) one day i still think it's a good idea yeah Um, back around yeah anyway uh yeah i i just i i I love this um i can't wait to talk about more of of all of this because and the thing is too is like gary's realization is interesting because he's not totally right um you know it's like i you know Uh Cause, cause he even says, they even says like, uh, you know, when they replace people with blanks, it's like, they're still them. They have like selective memories, you know? Yeah. But I, you know, what does that mean? That could mean anything. Right. I, it really does. Memory. Yeah. It seems like they don't recognize them because they really didn't matter. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't like that. That's the thing is like, if it's selective memories and they made it sound like you get to choose what memories you can forget or keep or whatever or maybe they figure out which ones really matter to you or um or
1: they uh, also some
0: sort of artificial algorithm of importance right 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 and so it, it, you know it really is like i don't think they really matter to uh uh anyone in this town and so no
1: no and i think that's such a a folly that people can make sometimes is, you know, when you're a teenager, you are creating your own mythology for yourself so often. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the town that you're in, you're like the lone rebel and you matter and you're, you're, you're a legend. And then, you know, as you get further away from it, you realize that, you know, every year there's another generation of kids with that same mindset. Right. And you're all inching towards the grave and like, yeah, you're, you're, you're local publican probably won't remember you know it's like going back to your high school and realizing that like yeah not every teacher is gonna like remember you like at face value like oh i remember you it's like oh dude i've seen so many fucking kids in my day like sorry
0: yeah yeah exactly
1: yeah anyway you don't matter listener is what we're trying to (laughs) none of us do you're a speck of dust (laughs) on a fucking rock
0: third rock from the sun
1: yeah that's a good show that's what we're trying to
0: (laughs) that's what this has all been about
1: (laughs) this whole trilogy of
0: podcasts (laughs) we've just been leading to this moment
1: we're doing a rewatch podcast of third rock from the sun no
0: we are absolutely not doing that um french (laughs) steward french Stewart, Inspector Gadget himself.
1: Mm-hmm. The superior <laughs> Inspector Gadget, in my
0: opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think that's. I think that's all I got for this one. Yeah. Uh, I mean it's it's mostly them leaving the bathroom, mm-hmm. coming to the realization, and then leaving the bathroom. You know, okay. um, not a lot, not a lot to really dig into here.
1: Their reality um, has been upended, and then they get out of the bathroom.
0: Right. So uh, check out the other podcast, duelinggenre.com. We got lots of them. Uh, Check out uh, Nick and I's uh, live, uh, live reading of the other side of solitary, a screenplay that we wrote together. A romantic uh, comedy. It's a romantic comedy. It's got a full cast uh, featuring Zach Luna, uh, Naomi Wong, and uh, uh, many others. And Nick himself, actually, playing yeah, one of the characters. Um, and, uh, yeah, so uh, full cast, original songs. Um, it's, it's got a lot going for it. So if you've got, if you've got some time to kill and you want to watch um, uh, a, a movie that uh, uh, Nick and I wrote, well, you can't watch the movie, but you can't watch a live read. Um, and it's honestly the plot of the movie being about uh, uh, two shut-ins and a long-distance relationship, uh, despite living across the street from each other um it's it's uh it works in the in the live read format i think and like the zoom format because of the nature of the movie i think it works
1: we really lucked out
0: yeah so anyway so check that out uh it's at duelinggenre.com, uh no youtube.com slash dueling genre you can find it there or just search the other side of solitary on youtube and you'll find it and uh, check that out if you can check out the other podcast that Nick and I do and we'll be back tomorrow with minute 44 but for now let's boo boo so this is how it is to be lonely.